This is the Vision Driven Mom podcast, and I'm your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, for moms, by moms who believe that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Each week, you'll hear firsthand relatable stories from moms that have journeyed through motherhood, from fear, loss, and heartbreak, to healing, empowerment, and success. Motherhood is truly the journey of a lifetime, so let's enjoy the ride together. Welcome back to the Vision Driven Mom podcast. I am your host, Tracy Nolan Bierman, and today we have Jody Hardy, and she has an incredible story. Uh, so, and I love her bio. It says, she says, imagine you're a busy mom doing it all, and you just want a break. Then you wake up, and your career, your family as you knew it, your home, and your body are all gone. That's what happened to Jody, and she's here to show us how to overcome life's obstacles. That is a powerful bio, Jody. <laughs> My goodness. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I am so glad to have you. We had Jody. Jody and I have we met uh, not too long ago, a couple months ago, and we we uh, we really enjoy um, talking to each other. We could just we could talk for hours. I think. <laughs> Give us a weekend. I'm sure we'll get it out of our system. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's been delightful. So, Jody, tell 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 us about how you got to be where you are today. I mean, I'm sure that that our listeners are very curious about that bio and what, what does that mean? And how, how did you get to where you are right now speaking to us? Yeah. So I was the queen of my castle. I was your typical mom that was running a business, mothering three girls and managing the home. And the one who went to all the appointments and all the extracurricular activities, because my husband worked away four hours away. Mm -hmm. So it was all on me. So all the moms out there that technically are on their own, but not, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about here. Yes. I was overwhelmed. I yelled every single day mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I felt like I was living in a fog. I never felt like I was getting enough sleep and it felt like I was just getting by. Mm -hmm. So even at night, I couldn't put it away. I laid in bed wondering how I could do better, uh, be a better mother, manage the home better, be a more supportive wife. Work was my escape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if I truly wanted a break to get away, I would actually have to schedule upgraded learning <laughs> and go for a conference or a training over a weekend. I get that. And then it's not really a break, is it? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the day, there came a day where everything did stop. I was not a wife. I was not a mother. I had no home. And I had a body that felt like it was not mine. Mm -hmm. My life changed forever. And I needed to change with it if I was going to survive. February 2018, we had a massive snowstorm and roads were treacherous for days. I was supposed to be going up to Fort Mac four hours away to visit my husband, Mike, with our four-year-old Marley. I was worried about the roads, but my husband was a truck driver. He was a manager of a trucking company. 
he knew how to assess road conditions and he knew how to assess my driving capabilities and he wasn't worried. The roads are dry, Jody, he said. You drive one hour and the roads are dry and clear. So I decided to keep my promise, to keep my husband first and to stick to the promise that I had made. February 3rd came, Marley and I backed out of the driveway and we called Mike, let him know that we were on our way and Marley piped up, Daddy, are you excited to see your favorite four-year-old little girl? I sure am, sweetheart, he said. And they left the conversation by telling each other how much they loved one another. Mm. Afterwards, she was just vibrating. She was a daddy's girl. She was so excited to see him. And she had a surprise. She, the girly girl of the family, was wearing overalls. And daddy loved overalls, but she always said no, because only boys wear those. <laughs> oh, sweet. So she was wiggling and giggling in the backseat like little four-year-olds do, so excited. The next memory I have was me leaning to my left, slumped over the steering wheel and knowing not to move. Mm. I heard a man's voice and I pleaded, call my husband, call my husband. Inside, I thought, I can't hear Marley. I don't know how she is. I can't hear Marley. I heard Mike's voice and I said, Mike, is it Saturday? And he said, yes, it is, sweetheart. I said, were we coming to see you? Said, yes, you were, honey. Mike, I can't hear Marley. I don't know how she is. I can't hear Marley. A mother's heart knows. And after doctors realized that they could not keep this mother in a chemically induced coma, no matter how hard they tried, it was decided that I be told. Three days after the accident, Mike lovingly sat beside me and told me that Marley had died instantly. Mm -hmm. I asked if it was my fault and he adamantly said no. Another driver had come into our lane and hit us at highway speeds. Mm. They told me it would take 10 months to recover. I told them they were wrong. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> mama. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I had clients with knee and hip replacements and they were fine after six weeks. Mm -hmm. Like I only had broken bones. I knew this because like I was a massage therapist. I knew my anatomy. Right. <laughs> I have titanium rods in all of my long bones. Mm -hmm. I had multiple compound fractures in my tibias and fibulas. My right metatarsals were broken clean. I have a talus fracture. The femoral head, so that's where like the femur joins into the hip socket. Mm -hmm. That was nearly snapped right off. Oh, goodness. I had multiple compound fractures in both of my femurs and multiple breaks. And it took me about three weeks to actually get it through my head that this was not just your standard broken bone. Mm -hmm. So 
I needed to do what I knew. And that meant implementing every single thing that I had learned over the last 24 years, now 26, <laughs> and apply it to my recovery. Mm -hmm. I managed everything from what I put in my mouth <laughs> to the movements that I did, to everything that I thought about. All of people say that they're mantras. I consider them more of like repetitive thoughts. In that regard, I was focusing on everything and I put it all into practice. I don't know who's listening right now, but you need to know that you really have no idea how much knowledge you hold mm. and have the power to affect change in your life. Mm -hmm. And as a life coach, I believe you are powerful. I believe that you are fully capable and it's time for you to reclaim who you are, to stop living in the rabbit hole and rise up for yourself and your family. That is an incredible story. That is just, and here you are. You did mm -hmm. that. You did it. Now, when we spoke earlier, you said, you said, well, the, the doctors told you it was going to take you 10 months. And how many months did it take you? <laughs> four. Four months. Yeah, it took me four. I was still very much broken. You are still very broken at mm -hmm. that time after having rods drilled in um, and then you're healing as well from those injuries. But yeah, I was well enough that I could be released in four. Now that didn't mean I was living on my own. I lived with my sister's family for three months mm -hmm. because I couldn't, couldn't look after myself really. Yeah. And then nine months after the accident, I started living on my own again. Wow. Four months, if they told you it would be 10, mm -hmm. you made it out of there in four months. Mm -hmm. And, and then what did you do? So I've worked really closely with alternative doctors mm -hmm. and other alternative modalities. So I went to them first mm -hmm. and foremost, if they would come visit me in the hospital, they were adjusting me because I believe in chiropractic. As soon as I was out, I started going for massage and chiropractic. And I also incorporated what is called flash wave. Now with the type of breaks that I have, you're not supposed to actually physically heal from those. Mm -hmm. They to hmm. your femurs typically never fully heal. You either always have like a fracture. You definitely don't have blood flow restored to them. Right. Okay. This new treatment, this shock wave slash flash wave, because they're two different treatments, but the same technology. Mm -hmm. I have 100% blood flow restored to my femurs and they are 100% healed. Wow. So like acupuncture, massage, Cairo, flash wave, shock wave. Mm -hmm. But then I knew how the body healed. So when I was in the hospital, I knew that I wouldn't be able to put a lot of weight on my legs, if mm -hmm. any at all. So my upper body had to be strong enough to hold me right. because if I could do one more step, just going through the motion, not even putting weight on, but just going through the motion, I would get better faster. Mm -hmm. So I advocated hard for upper body training. And that's what I was doing until I was able to get walking orders. I can tell you if I was 300 pounds, 
there is no way that I would have recovered in four months. Yeah. Yeah. There's, it would have taken at least 10 months being in the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it is really important that we take care of ourselves because this, what if it happened to you? Yeah. What if it happened to your mom Mm -hmm. or one of your adult children? There is things like this we can't ever predict. Right. And I saw this time and time again in the hospital and rehabilitation where I was on the amputee ward because I couldn't use my legs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was the best place for me. Right. But when they were asked to stand up for the first time, they had no idea how. Mm, wow. And it wasn't, it wasn't because, you know, they were too heavy or, you know, that they didn't have the muscle there. They had the muscle there. It wasn't that they were too heavy. They didn't know how to isolate the muscles mm. needed in right. order to do that action. So to stand up for the time, first time, it's contract your quad strength get your hamstring going, tighten your abs, cinch in your glutes. And it's just (laughs) what we take for granted, Mm -hmm. right? That, oh, we just stand up. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was in physio, when they asked me to do something like, okay, lift your leg, which was near impossible for me Mm -hmm. at the time, I knew what muscles I had to activate. And just by getting that activation helped speed up my recovery. Mm, Where if I didn't have that knowledge... I'd be like, activate what? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you want me to do? How do right. I, act? what's right. a quad? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Like, what's an IT band? What's a patella, right? <laughs> like I wouldn't know how to do any of that. Yeah. So my knowledge of the human body was critical in speeding up my recovery. Mm-hmm. And I really do believe that everybody should have a knowledge, basic anatomy behind them mm-hmm. and what muscle groups do what. Yeah. So that was one of the things. The second thing I did was I organized my nutrition like Mm. nothing else. (laughs) Right. Right. So like the cellular, so healing Mm -hmm. on a cellular, cellular level. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what a lot of people don't realize. So we're told, you know, eat healthy. If we eat healthy, we're not going to have as much depression. We're not going to have as much anxiety. We're not going to have as much you know, stress because mm-hmm. our body can process it, right? And our weight will be healthier. I'm saying that's kind of partially wrong. Mm. <laughs> I'm saying that you could eat all the healthiest foods. You could even be doing it 80% good, 20% bad because we're never perfect and that's okay. Right. But you could still be doing yourself more harm than good. Hmm. And without knowing what foods you thrive on versus just survive on, and I'm talking about the healthy foods, I'm not even talking about junk food, okay? You could actually be adding to more pain, Hmm. more inability to manage your stress levels, more inability to manage any depression or any outward stress like COVID. We're all dealing with COVID. You know, are we going to shut down? Are we not? Are schools Mm going to open? Are they not? (laughs) You know, am I going to have a job to go back to? Am I not? Right. That's all external stress. But I can promise you this, and I can actually guarantee this, that if you are not eating for how your body needs to eat, Mm -hmm. 
it is like your body is on fire inside. Mm. And how do you think, how do you think your body is going to help you deal with the external stress outside then? Right. Right. That would be like trying to put out a fire in your house by soaking your neighbor's house. Mm, right. Okay. It doesn't work. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like all our cells have one goal in life and that is to survive. Like we have mm-hmm. billions of cells in us. They all have a job to do in us, but their goal is survival. Yeah. Right. Keep living because if they don't live, we die. Right, right. Um, so if they're on fire inside, where do you think the priority is going to be in helping you deal with the stress? Oh, so you're going to be putting out the fire, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. The, the cells in your body, you're even like the way that you think, right? Your brain, right? You could be worried about what's happening on the outside, but internally the brain is going, no, 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 I'm on fire. And so mm. because it's on fire, all the external stress feels worse because you don't have the ability to deal with it correctly. Right. So how do you know, are you saying that, that everybody's body's different and everybody needs different things? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there, there are thousands of diets out there. Right. Yeah. Right. right. I am not a weight loss coach. I don't pretend to be one. What I am passionate about is figuring out what your bio identity is. Mm. And we do that by just for one week only eliminating all of all of the anti-inflammatory foods Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking just the nightshades. Okay. I'm talking, you know, some of it, certain fishes, certain meats, certain vegetables and fruits, right? And what do you mean by nightshades? So nightshades are to give an example, like potatoes, Mm, tomatoes, some peppers are known as nightshades, that type of thing. So those are deemed healthy foods, Mm -hmm. but they are also deemed inflammatory foods. Right. So if your body actually does not thrive on that specific food, because everybody is different, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what diet you try. You're not going to get results that yeah. are long lasting. It doesn't, and it doesn't help you heal and deal with the stress that's coming from the outside. So you have to address the internal fires first, Yeah. first and foremost. I get that. I, I, used to be, I called myself the girl in the plastic bubble because mm-hmm. I was allergic to everything. Mm-hmm. I did, I did NAET, Nate, or how, whatever you taught the, the, um, the allergy elimination okay, yeah. or, or allergy elimination. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what, anyway, when he, when he read my, um, read my report, he said, you are allergic to 36 different things. So it took 36 treatments mm-hmm. to, um, I don't, I don't know exactly how he did it, but I, I don't have that anymore, but I, but I do know, but this was years and years ago when I was a kid, my mother was taking garlic supplements and I thought, oh, well, you know, when I, when I, uh, when I was in my twenties, I was taking garlic supplements. Well, guess what? Garlic doesn't work for me. I'm allergic to garlic. So it would give me heart palpitations. Right. And I was like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? So I, I, I get what you're talking about, about the, about the, your body, bodies are different and not all all bodies are thrive on the things that, that are commonly good for you, you know? Yeah. And the important thing to know is when we do a one week only elimination, right. 
One, it doesn't give the body time to not be accustomed to that food. Right. So, cause a lot of people are worried like, oh, well, if you go on an elimination, then like two months later, when you have it, of course you're going to react. Right. So this isn't about, you know, finding what you're sensitive to versus allergic to or anything. This is how Mm. your body thrives. Mm, And that one week allows that break enough for you to actually get connected to your body again, because most of us are disconnected because like if we're tired, well, you know what, that's just part of getting old. Mm -hmm. If that hurts, well, that's just part of getting old, right? Right. Like as we get older, (laughs) you're stressed. What mom isn't stressed? Right, (laughs) Right. Exactly. Like it's supposed to be norm, right? Right. And so we really get a disconnect between the signals that our body is giving us. And as a massage therapist and cranial sacral practitioner, your body is constantly communicating with you. Mm-hmm. You just have forgotten how to listen. Right. So that one week gives that reset. So then when we start a reintroduction in the second week, it's you eat it and you get instant biofeedback of mm. how you feel. So mm-hmm. are you more tired? You know, are you hungry still afterwards? Do you have an upset stomach? Are you living in a fog now? Right? Like so many right. things that you would think you know, that's just life. I had a client actually 95 pounds do this program and she had an omelet every single morning. When she did the reintroduction, you're not supposed to mix eggs and peppers at the same time. Mm -hmm. And she did, she didn't listen. And she said, I don't know what it is, but like, I can't pull my head out. (laughs) I'm just like, I can't even, I'm stupid at work. And I laughed at her and I kind of chastised her. And I'm like, well, that's what you get. Like, you didn't listen. (laughs) Like, do it my way now. Try it. See how it works. Four days later, she messaged me and she's like, Jody, I can't eat peppers. Hmm. She's like, I have all the eggs in the world, but I cannot eat peppers. Interesting. Her biggest complaint was her energy levels. Uh That she felt tired all the time. Had we not done this, she would have never realized that peppers were her trigger. Hmm. And she would have continued and it, mm-hmm. it would continue to drag and drag mm-hmm. and drag on her system and her body. And, it, and that's where disease comes from, right? When you're, yeah. when you just, it's not, it's, it, from what I understand, it doesn't happen like that. It's a, yeah. it's over time. It's over yeah. time. Everything right. builds up over time, right? So a house fire doesn't just start as a big house fire. Right. It starts with a spark. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And are you lighting that spark and Mm. not that spark in a good way, but Mm -hmm. like, are you feeding that spark and building your fire? Right. Right. Oh, goodness. All right. And what was the, what's the next step? The next thing that I teach all of my clients, no matter who you are, is how to manage your calendar. So your calendar is super important. And if you are into the trades and you book appointments, then you will understand this uh, easier. If Mm -hmm. you don't, then this is where I'm going to go into detail. So society is telling you that you need a to-do list that, and then just go check it off throughout your day. And by the end of the day, everything will be done, right? Like it's fine. Right. How many of us finished that to-do list? Yeah. 
<laughs> not many, right? No, because something always gets in the way. Something always comes up to distract us. Something, oh, you know, the kids, you know, aren't behaving. So it took you away from doing the dishes. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you noticed the sock was on the floor. So you went to pick up the sock and then you realized that the garbage needed to be taken out. So you right. put down the sock. Yes. And, you do <laughs> and that is just like the cycle of motherhood, isn't it? Ding, ding, right? ding, 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 ding. Yeah. How did I get here? <laughs> And then at the end of the day, you're like I was, where you're laying it down at night and you're thinking, what did I get done today? Yeah. I didn't spend quality time with my kids. Mm -hmm. I didn't get the house clean. I didn't make proper meals. You know, I can't find time to spend with my husband. Mm -hmm. Like, and what about me? I can't even put me on the list because that's just another thing to do. And I don't want yes. another thing to do. <laughs> right. So the idea of self-care, really, that's just another thing for us to do. Mm -hmm. And when you're not completing your to-do list, nobody wants to do that. So yeah. get rid of it. Get rid of your to-do list. Right. Like, get rid of it. It's doing you no good. It's causing you to talk negatively to yourself. Mm -hmm. Get rid of it. So then I teach my clients how to book block book themselves okay block book. so if you're in a trade so as a massage therapist i was on commission mm -hmm. and so typically i would like my clients booked back to back so that i could maximize my time right? right i wasn't doing a client and then waiting an hour and doing a client and waiting an hour because that's childcare i have to pay for right um, i could be out doing other things right mm -hmm. like i could be more productive so you block book yourselves do this with life with life too yeah what time do you wake up well i personally wake up between 6 37 i like a slow awake time i'm not one of those persons where like the alarm goes off and my feet, feet hit the floor right right <laughs> so i allow that half hour but that goes into my calendar and then mm. how long does it take me to get ready it takes me about half an hour to get ready so that goes into my calendar Right. Then I go downstairs and I make myself a coffee or do whatever I need to do. And just slowly, like that's when I return emails. That's when I look at mm -hmm. Facebook because that's how a lot of clients communicate with me. And I respond to messages and emails and I read articles during my coffee time. That's about right. 45 minutes that goes into my calendar, right? Taking my kids to school that goes into my calendar, but here, here's a trick. When you have an appointment, mm -hmm. when you have to take your kids to school, or when you have to go somewhere, typically we'll put it, put it in our calendar as a reminder, right? But are you including your drive time? Goodness gracious. Yes, I know. <laughs> I have realized that about myself, giving yourself a little bit of, of uh, wiggle time in mm -hmm. the beginning and the end. Yeah. Yeah. If I think you, that's why we end up feeling so stressed because we're not giving, okay, so I can, I can do this at three o'clock and I can do this at four o'clock, but we're not giving ourselves enough time to like exactly. realistic time. Yeah, exactly. So I know it takes me 10 minutes to go to the grocery store, mm -hmm. 40 minutes, typically to do grocery shop, 10 minutes to get home and 20 minutes to put it away. Right. That oh, that's good. My calendar. <laughs> yeah. Right? But it's because I've honed into that. Right. right. Like when, when I was recovering, you know, I had such tight recovering agenda. Like there was mm. physio, there was rehabilitation TRX, which I still do. There was rehabilitation yoga, which I still do. There was doctor appointments. There were 
kids appointments. There were like all these things. Plus I needed to have rest time in there because there's no way that I could function more than three hours at a time without needing a four hour rest. Yeah. So everything had to be structured. And what I learned is had I known this before my accident that I could implement block booking into my life, mm, right? how many nights would I lay awake going, you know what? I took the kids to school. I got to have my morning coffee. I got the laundry done. I got the grocery shopping done. I got extra time with Sophia today, right? right like right. when you schedule your life structured like that, it seems like a lot at the beginning, mm -hmm. but you will realize that you actually have more downtime because yeah. you're not double booking yourself anymore. Right. Right. You're not thinking, oh crap, I didn't leave enough time here to get from here to there. You're not you know, over scheduling yourself and you're staying on track. Yeah. I, I, I do the same. Mm -hmm. I learned that not too long ago. The, and it, it took me, it took me a while to wait a minute. Yeah. It does take me 10 minutes to get here and 10 minutes home. And then mm -hmm. the, and then you're for, Oh yeah. And then it's going to take me, it takes me longer than 20 minutes to put groceries away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, that the block, the block timing is huge. My, my self-care is also in my, in my calendar. It's early in the morning and it's before any, you know, but, but I don't know if there's, there's something, there's some kind of mindset around having it in my calendar. Like yeah. I look at my calendar, there it is everything. And I know it's there and I know what I'm going to do when I get up in the morning, but it's there. And there's something, there's something really powerful about that. And that blocking, I don't, I have ADHD. So I, I, I am, you need one this. Of I do. And I'm super, super structured in my life. Mm -hmm. Like I, I thrive on the calendar and I yeah. love that. And, and, and yeah, and it, it makes you think, what if I had done this before? And mm -hmm. what if I didn't have to go through all of that, all of the, the stress of, you know, the, the, the grind, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm coaching a mom right now and she's still nursing her little one. And I've told her, I said, you put those nursing times in your calendar. Oh yeah. So she's old enough to have a pattern now, right? right. So right. newborn, it's a little harder, right? Yeah. But when you hit that like six month, nine month mark, you can predict when they're going to need, you know feeding right. and stuff like right. that. And I've told her, I said, you put that in your calendar. And for a lot of moms, you know, I mentioned before, like self-care seems like just another thing to do yeah. but when you're block booking your calendar and you're getting things done, all of a sudden you don't feel like you need to escape from your life as often. Right. Cause you your don't... calendar becomes your self-care because you're mm -hmm. no longer judging yourself harshly. You're no yeah. longer, you're, you've actually got like a visual of everything that you're getting done day mm -hmm. by day. Right. Yeah. And also the best thing about it. And this actually happened to me. So I'm on crutches. I can hardly like look after myself, let alone my kid. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? And my, I get a phone call from my daughter's school saying rivers hurt her arm and mm. we think she should go to the doctor. Oh, and I said, okay, sure. And I looked at my calendar to see that what I had going on. And I instantly knew what I could let go of mm. and what I needed help with right. and what I could reschedule. Mm -hmm. I instantly knew. So instead of flying, like running around like a chicken with my head cut off, <laughs> right? right? you know, I was able to really prioritize, okay, river needs to be picked up. It takes me an hour to go get her. And then probably 45 minutes to drive to the hospital. Like 
what do I need to let go here? What do I need help with? Right. Right. What do I need to reschedule? And I had that figured out within five minutes. Ah, that's beautiful. Oh, girl after my own heart with the calendar. (laughs) Yes, I love the calendar. Because life is going to happen. Yeah. I'm living proof. Life is going to happen. It's going to throw things at you. And I'm not one, I used to believe that like we manifest everything. We don't. I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. I didn't manifest this into my life. We can move with it, Mm -hmm. right? And it's that ability to move with it versus being stuck in it and going, oh my goodness, I can't believe this happened. And now I can't do this. And now I can't do that. And this, I had to cancel that. And this was my night. Right. Jody, I love that moving with it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's a really beautiful phrase, moving Mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and you have, you have one more, one more step that you took. One more step. Yeah. Now I got to pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, no. It's okay. <clears throat> Cause there's so much, right? Yeah. So the next thing that I would do is really talk to my clients about their night habits mm-hmm. and their night routine. Right. Pretty sure that we've all heard about having a power morning. Mm -hmm. And those can be great. However, if you don't have a power night, Mm -hmm. how do you think your power morning is going to go? That's exactly it. Yeah. So we really talk about preparing for nighttime and Mm -hmm. what to do. And let's be honest, we're adults and we like to push our bedtime for whatever reason. It just happens sometimes, doesn't it? (laughs) You know what? We become like little children, you know, like the little children's like, I'm thirsty. I'm hungry. I need a snack. I don't want to go to bed, but this show is on TV. Can I just watch one more? Right? Like that's exactly, it's, that's the mind. That's the ego, right? The little toddler. Oh, but, 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 but. (laughs) But it is. And then you think about all those excuses that our kids give us when they're little, but yet we're doing the exact same thing as adults. Like we're going to the pantry or the fridge for a snack. We're going to go get that extra drink that we want. We're going to go watch that show on Netflix and maybe an extra one and then another one. Right. Like, and we're little kids, you know, we're scrolling through our phones Mm -hmm. and that's not serving us. That's not serving us at all. So I teach clients how to maximize their nighttime. Mm -hmm. And ideally that is we power down at night for two hours before that. Yeah. Power down at night before Mm -hmm. bed, two hours. And that means that the electronics go off. Mm -hmm. So we all know that blue light is stimulating. Yeah. However, what a lot of people don't know is that our brain loves activity, right? Mm. And our brain loves to solve problems. So, and right now on social media, there are a lot of problems. There are, (laughs) I know. So the brain just gets going and going and going and going. So we're stimulating the brain into wanting to do more. And Mm -hmm. we need to be stimulating the brain in wanting to relax. Mm. So this is a really hard one because even adults are addicted to their technology and their TV and their phones, right? Mm-hmm. Play their games at night because they think that it's relaxing. and it's calming, time. relaxing. I hear that too. Like, yeah, eh, you know, I think that's well, having the opposite effect. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, in some ways it is because those the games are mindless. You don't really need to think about them, which means right. you can zone out. And I mean, I've done it, you know, an hour goes by and it's like, oh crap. Mm -hmm. How did that <laughs> right? right, right. Like we've all done it. So we need to be able to recognize it. And that's why I say like two hours before bed, just power down, mm -hmm. power okay. down you know, and go back to what you used to enjoy. So reading, I'm a big reader, you I know, so I'll pick up a book, other people crochet, you know, some guys go tinker in their garage, mm -hmm. right? Like, whatever you do, that's not technology related. Right. And then another thing is making sure that you have a good nighttime routine. So mm -hmm. as much as our kids need a nighttime routine, right? adults need a nighttime routine yeah so my habit used to be where it was like I would have a bath I'd put like essential oils in it I would read my book in the bath I would climb into bed and I would go to sleep right right then my husband snuck in a tv <laughs> oh yeah mm -hmm. so I would have my bath I'd read my book in my bath and I'd get into jammies and tuck myself in and the tv would be on yeah. And so I'm watching it and that disrupts sleep that mm -hmm. disrupt disrupts communication between husband and I, right? Like instead right. of talking to one another, we're just watching the TV, right? Mm -hmm. So bedtime gets, get into a nighttime routine, whatever you like, you know, shower, hot bath, you know, reading lately, I've been working on my ceramics project. So I've, mm, I do fine. that at night, mm -hmm. right? So think, go for a walk, you know, something that will just help calm you because something soothing. Yeah. When you do it often enough, the body will be like, Oh, this is what I do when I want to go to sleep. Right. And so, I love that. It's you're sending signals mm -hmm. to your mind that it's that oh. mind body communication, right? Exactly. We're in constant communication. So mm -hmm. what will that do? That will help sleep quality. Yeah. Because you're no longer laying in bed, tossing and turning, mm -hmm. right? Because your body knows it's sleep time. Right. 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 And being able to give yourself those six to eight hours, some people need 10 hours, right? and respecting your sleep and your wake schedule. I need at least nine hours. Yeah. <laughs> I know I need nine hours and I have to respect that. If I want to continue healing, mm -hmm. if I want to keep my stress and overwhelm down, because when we're tired, we react to everything with a knee jerk reaction. And typically those reactions are not on the positive side. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a, big one for a nighttime routine. I, I was before I had kids. I just, I, I know that I need my sleep. I've had a sleep routine. And then when I had my son, he was awake for about a year. Okay. He was one of those, he was colicky. He had uh, sensory processing issues and, and he just, he, he was awake for a year. And so it took us, we had to get, be, get really, really, really regimented with the sleep. And then we did the same thing with my daughter too. So we are, yeah. we are, we are really in a, and it serves us all well. Yeah. And it served us well, starting from, you know, when we had, when the kids were real little, cause they were just, it was just what we did. 
it was just bedtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is what we do. You know, and we follow the same routine and I do the same thing. You know, I, I get that. And I still, as long as my kids, my kids are almost 12 and 13, as long as they will let me put them to bed, I will continue to put them to bed. <laughs> and then I do my <laughs> own routine. Like we do. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Jody, this has been incredible. Thank your you. story, your recovery, the steps that you've shared with us amazing. Tell us about just a little bit. Tell, now you, you actually did, you told us about a, a story about that seemed impossible, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, that whole recovery and you had kids, you had kids to take care of. It wasn't mm-hmm. like you could, you know, you, you couldn't just listen to the doctors and stay in bed for 10 months. Yeah. You had to tell us a little, just a little bit about, about how that, how impossible they, that felt and, and, and the realization that looking back and saying, oh my gosh, I did that. Because I didn't really have an awareness until about three weeks after the accident, mm-hmm. right. Of how long this was going to be. And even throughout recovery, you, you always have false expectations of like, oh, well, I'm going to be walking fine at a year. Well, right. at a year I was still on a cane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, so I think it was, it was more about letting go letting go, you know, letting go of expectations. Like, yes, the doctors projected 10 months. Did I argue with them? Yes. Because Mm -hmm. not everyone has the alternative education that someone like me would. Right. And I mean, there's others like me, absolutely. And they would in the same situation, they would probably rise the same Mm -hmm. way, right. Implementing everything, but just allowing things to be where they were, for the moment, mm-hmm. right? And taking each moment day by day. So and I think beautiful. we can really utilize that in our parenting too. And we really are able to tune into this when we do utilize our calendar, when mm-hmm. we do utilize our power down night, when we do utilize our, our nutrition, we're able to see those moments. Yeah. And capitalize on them even more. You know, how many moms say, I didn't take the moments. I missed right. the moments. Or I wish I, you know, yesterday, you know, I don't know what happened yesterday, but I should have seized these moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That is beautiful. Jody. thank you so much for sharing yourself and your story and these steps that you took and how powerful and all of the moms in this community can definitely take what you've shared with us and start now. Like we can start right now. Now, how can, how can um, our listeners uh, connect with you or get a hold of you? So the best way to get a hold of me is through email. So Mm -hmm. that's Jody J O D I dot elements of wellness at gmail.com. And I typically respond within that day or within 24 hours. Okay. All right. And what about your Facebook, um, your Facebook, do do you have a Facebook page or elements of wellness? I do have a page, Facebook page, uh, elements of wellness. Mm -hmm. um, And there you can always find me you know, under that name or Jody Hardy, right. And quite easy to find. <laughs> okay, perfect. And I'll put all of those links in the show notes. And you had mentioned an ebook. Can you tell us about the ebook? Yeah. So anyone that does email me or reaches out to me and mentions this podcast, 
I would love to gift you my free ebook. And it really does help break down some of the strategies that I talked about. And it goes into a little bit more detail of who I am and where I come from, because, Mm -hmm. you know, the accident was the biggest thing that has happened in my life. But when I look back, and it sucks, but it's also a blessing that life does it this way. Life prepares you. Yes. For what's to come. Mm-hmm. And that's a kick in the teeth sometimes for me. Yeah. Because I'm like, you knew. You knew. Right. You knew you were preparing right. me for this thing. You could stop this. Right. But knowing, having gone through a lot of the things that I have gone through, it really does bring a different level of understanding that I have for clients. Um, there is no judgment. I mean, you tell me something that's going on in your life and girl, probably been there, done that. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, like exactly. there is no judgment here, you know, yeah. like it's, and that's the biggest thing that you'll get from the ebook is tools on how to start moving yourself forward Perfect. and just realize who I am. Okay. That's fantastic. And do you have any parting words or a, or an action step that the listeners can take today? Something easy, something they can implement right away. I would challenge you all to actually, if you have kids that are, you know, young enough, and I would say about like three and up, Mm -hmm. make dinner with them, Mm. make lunch with them, make something with them in the kitchen because mm-hmm. that's where memories most memories happen around the dinner oh, table yeah. or the kitchen right so right. start utilizing those moments you know yes it's a little bit more mess mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you're gonna have to have patience but this is what memories are made out of right oh i love that that's beautiful a beautiful way to end a fantastic interview in time together mm-hmm. jody thank you so much for being a guest and sharing your story and, and all of you with, with us today. Thank you for having me. Yes, absolutely. And remember that anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now. And thanks for listening to this episode of vision driven mom to get started on your vision driven mom journey head over to www.visiondrivenmompodcast.com and download your copy of the Regain Control of Your Life Guide. Anything is possible, even in the midst of motherhood. Goodbye for now.